It's not just about mastering technology. It's not just about brand or messaging. It's not just about making more money. It's about showing up in a big way so your people can find you. This is about bringing your most wild and authentic self into the hustle and grind. Welcome to Tactical Magic, a business strategies podcast for the warrior goddess entrepreneur. Hey everybody, welcome to Tactical Magic. I'm very excited to share this episode with you. Today I have a guest who is a dear friend of mine. We've been in community together for a few years now and um, Lucia has been a beacon of pleasure, sexualness, sensuality, a studier and um, student of human orgasm for, you know, 15, 20 years, maybe life. And um, I wanted to bring her on the show today to talk about whether or not pleasure is an avenue to manifestation, actualization, creation in our lives. I've been noticing a lot of interesting things as I've evolved in my own sensuality and sexuality, and so I'm really excited to have this conversation and share it with you guys to see if more pleasure can create more in our lives. So... Lucia Pavone is an international speaker, instructor of the art of sensuality with an emphasis on full body orgasm. Lucia is a pleasure instigator. She supports those who identify as women to connect to their sensuality, love the body they're in, and have a sex life worth bragging about. Her journey of sexual emancipation began over 16 years ago when she took her first sensuality course. Quickly realizing the pursuit of pleasure was her calling, she became a dedicated researcher of communication, relationships, and sensuality. Busting through the limitations put on a woman's orgasm, she's experienced over 6,000 hours. Let me repeat that, 6,000 hours of deliberate embodied orgasm, which is a full-body extended orgasm. Lucia has been featured on the Ignite Intimacy podcast, Taboo Talk, Performers Creative Lab podcast, and Discover Her Radio, as well as been featured in Medium.com and Bustle.com for the past two years. She's hosted a weekly live stream on O School, a pleasure-based sex education website, the first of its kind, and uh, that has been seen in Forbes, Huffington Post, Glamour, and recently went viral on Now This. Lucia believes that by experiencing the universe through sensual gratification, pleasurable communication, and a woman's orgasm, life has infinite possibilities. Welcome to the show, Lucia. Hello, Molly Mandelberg. I'm so excited. (laughs) So just so everybody knows, we are currently recording this podcast in my van parked outside of Lucia's adorable house in Santa Cruz, about five blocks from the ocean. And um, we just thought it would be fun to do the podcast in the van. So that's where we are, just so you can energetically tap into what's happening. I love it. I love the idea of van life. I used to travel the country myself in my Oldsmobile Cutlass Cruiser station wagon with my cat in my tent. So this is right up my alley and such a pleasure to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me to share this yeah exquisite journey with you yeah and it's been so fun being a part of each other's process as our businesses have evolved Mm -hmm. as we've gotten more clear on who exactly we serve and what our message really is and what I love about how you do your work is you really have a deep commitment to women discovering themselves in the process of expanding their pleasure in their lives and whether you're in a relationship whether you're single whether you're Um, just wanting to have a more vibrant existence, deliberate orgasm and the exploration of pleasure in your life can be such a 
such an added layer of juiciness to your existence. And that's how it's been for me. So I'd love to just hear a little bit from you about how did you get to where you are now? Mm -hmm. And, you know, what has been the most important thing about having pleasure in your daily life? Mm -hmm. That's a great question. Well, you know, usually there's a, a, an event or a circumstance in your life that has you make a different choice. You know, it's like, I'm either going to go here or there. So for me, um, 16 years ago, I was a mom. I had quit my teaching job. Um, I used to teach high school Spanish. And I realized I was in a place of making a choice for myself of either continuing this one path of an unfulfilling sex life and relationship and settling into this role or I could break my comfort zone, break my own limitations. And I was working with women actually. Um, I had founded, co-founded the International Santa Cruz, uh, the ICANN, Santa Cruz chapter of the International Cesarean Awareness Network here um, after having some trauma around my own birth with my daughter. And in that process, I met another woman who had actually taken sensuality courses. And I, and I had, I didn't even know that this was a thing. Mm -hmm. um, even living in Santa Cruz. I was living, <laughs> even living in Santa Cruz. I didn't know that this was a thing. I'd always been very attuned to my own sexuality and exploration. And I was a recovering Catholic. <laughs> With a lot of guilt and a lot of shame and a lot a lot of pieces around my own trauma, um, it, you know, and so I, but I wanted something different. I knew that there was something more, and the first time I actually experienced what that was, um, it blew my mind. It shifted my perception of what orgasm was, first of all, um, the human sexual potential, not just for people who identify as women, but for, for all realms of gender identification. And I knew instantly that it was like, um, a, a long, a knowing that I was brought onto the planet to do this work at whatever capacity I could for myself first, right? Like understanding my own pleasure, the, the potency mm -hmm. of, um, of what not only the physical act of full body orgasm can have, but on, on a person, but how that translates to connection with other people, how that translates to, um, receiving, um, abundance of energy in whatever form, be it financial or, you know, um, spiritual, all the places. It was not at all compartmentalized as I used to do. Like, well, here's my religion. Mm -hmm. Here's my business. Here's my this. Here's my that. Um, I suddenly realized that for me, the foundation was understanding um, the piece of me that is that life force creative energy which is your sexual energy mm -hmm. and I stick by that so I upload my stuff more people download all their stuff mm -hmm. <laughs> I upload it right a different direction <laughs> totally different direction yeah yeah I love that idea um so I mean on the spiritual aspect of it 
like how do you feel it taps you into something greater than you i know you've done a neuroscience experiment with someone who like actually scanned your brain and related it to other studies he's done with people who are in ceremony and things like that like how do you feel that your exploration of pleasure and your sensuality sexuality has impacted your spirituality well, let me first start by saying that I, I've always had an inclination to feel more than, um, I think most people like in this, in the planetary sense of what we feel spiritually. And I'm a very spiritual person and I, um, I had already been a, on a spiritual path to some degree, esoteric path. Mm-hmm. Um, in my early 20s. So what I noticed once I included this new found awareness around um, physical pleasure and embodied those pieces, that it was one and the same. I, I think a lot of times that there's practices that um, attempt to search um, fulfillment or oneness with something greater or... Um, enlightenment or these pieces that we're going towards what I noticed with living a pleasure-based lifestyle and having orgasm was that um, every day was a spiritual experience that being itself is magical Mm -hmm. that the present is exactly where we're supposed to be at it's not different than what we seek is right there within ourselves and full body orgasm allows me to be present to this every single day. Um, I find that we all want to have this deep understanding of other people and of spirit and of ourselves. And I do believe it really starts with self-knowing. And orgasm has been the clearest and fastest path to confidence, removing shame, self-knowing, healing, and remembering um, not only the present day connection I have with spirit, but, you know, long-standing ancestral knowing, ancient wisdom. It, it's a, for me, it was a fast and clear portal. Yeah. I love that you said portal too. It's like directly accessing that generative, creative, like juicy energy. Like there's so many myths and, um, gods that are about the raw, like feral sexual energy. Mm -hmm. I forget which one someone brought up this weekend. Was it Dionysus? Oh yeah. There's like Pan, there's Kali, there's like so many of these historically profound, like, raw sexual creatures in our history of human humanity and that is tied so vitally to creation like that makes rational sense I get because sex equals babies so Mm -hmm. you're creating life through the act of sex but then there's also all the energy that's created through pleasure and through um, 
letting your body be an avenue for other things to come through, which is why I love what you just shared before we press record about having tapped into the neuroscientists who scanned your brain during <laughs> orgasm. Can you imagine that? Having a brain, <laughs> brain helmet scanning your brain as you're having an orgasm. But for the purpose of science, and he could relate those brain waves to the um, process that the human body goes through in medicine ceremonies, absolutely in ayahuasca ceremonies and ancient um, shaman practices that you get to those same altered states with orgasm. It, it was, it was, it was a profound moment between the two of us to like realize that that was a possibility in uh, what I was doing. And this is a neuroscientist that had been researching how people um, learn, you know, in the 80s. And so um, it's uh, Dr. Juan Ar- uh, Urquidy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he is, he start end up specializing, right, in working with healers, shamanic healers, and people who were in ceremony. And I found it fascinating that, um, that somebody would want to understand how uh, healing works or how, you know, connection works in that way. So the meeting was uh, no coincidence. I had been actually calling that in, wanting to understand this on a different level because it's one thing for me to be subjective and subjectively sharing, right? Because it's um, my experience. Every woman's orgasm is unique. Every man's orgasm is unique. And so it's all subjective. So how do you quantify intensity? How do you quantify uh, more? Um, besides, you know, having a descriptive experience Mm -hmm. and when, you know, over dinner, (laughs) there was like, well, have you ever, you know, taken brain scans of a person having orgasm? And when it was shared that, well, I'm really interested in, in this, um, let's see what comes about. It, it became such a fascinating, um, journey to actually make this happen mm-hmm. that by the time we actually got to the act, the down and down and dirty, <laughs> you know, shower cap. <laughs> it was just literally a cap on my head with like gel and points. So Electroids, electro yeah. connections. And so we started out with like a baseline. Mm-hmm. So apparently I have high processing alpha waves that can process things very quickly. So mm-hmm. it was said, so to see the, to see what was happening while I was in a heightened state of orgasm, to actually see all of those alpha waves like crumbling down and then these theta waves like opening. And we do have study about brain waves already. Yeah. And meditation and, meditation and, and other, and other modalities. pieces, right? Um, here was something that I could actually, that was free, that was totally um, for myself, that I was producing, or we did two studies, one of me receiving and one of me producing in myself, Um, and I'll be very specific and candid for scientists, it's like I was stroking my clitoris, and that was it, there's no toys, it was my index finger stroking the upper left hand quadrant on my clitoris <laughs> same with the person who was stroking my clitoris too so we had two sessions 20 minutes each and, and we didn't compare the two studies but we did look at the brain brain patterns of each and um you know it was fascinating to me there's 
in my opinion, I'm not a neuroscientist, but um, Dr. Juan is. Yeah, let's hypothesize let's here. Hypothesis. And so we, <laughs> we were able to actually say, wow, this is fascinating. When you're in orgasm, you have the capacity to heal your body. Right. And, and how fucking cool is that? How like, accessible how is accessible that? How accessible is that? Like you have that anytime and in that state, you know, um, it's like for people who are not willing to go and meditate, right. like, okay, I get it. It's hard to sit and be quiet, but could you just explore your own orgasm as a path to those same things? I mean, and how fun is it? And, and how that, much more fun is that? Yeah. Let's not like negate the, the piece that I think most people skirt over is that, um, it's fun. Like fun and pleasure are often skirted aside as right. Um, they're not practical. They're not they're practical. Not useful. Right. This is literally data to counter that. Like how, there's so much study around theta waves and changing your brain patterning as an avenue to literally change your physical body's uh, structure, like your health, your wellness, your ability to dynamically heal and regenerate mm-hmm. cells. And what that impact has on your reality. Like the whole entire world of law of attraction manifestation says that if you can generate good feeling thoughts and stay in that place for whatever, 17 seconds, 67 seconds, I forget what Abraham Hicks says, but to stay in that state for a few moments that you're literally changing the brain patterns that are creating your reality. And that means that you can create a better, more joyful, more, lucrative, more powerful life with better relationships, with a more fulfilling career, with whatever the fuck you're trying to create by literally just changing your brain. And if you can do that through pleasure, why would you want to choose anything else? I couldn't agree more, Molly. I mean, I, without a doubt, I think before some of the most more popular pieces of like sex magic and all these people um, that are wonderfully you know, showing us that there's other ways to um, bring in and receive and manifest in our in our world. We don't have to like do the work 40 hours a week and pay for our pleasure thing anymore. That the true manifestation comes through our joy, through joy and pleasure, and that to see it quantified a through research is wonderful, and um, it is a way to validate the past 16 years in one sense, but, you know, truly, I don't, I was never seeking other people's validation. Yeah. And so. No, it was your own It was my own curiosity. And exploration. Mm -hmm. Like, you saw things feeling better and you moved in that direction. And that's what I think a lot of people can talk themselves out of is they don't give themselves the time to be curious and to explore something until it leads to something. Mm -hmm. And I teach this to my clients all the time. Like there is no direct path to finding your niche. There's only the meandering journey of do the one thing in front of you. So if the one thing in front of you is showing you, you can live a more pleasurable life by playing with this literally and figuratively, (laughs) then play with it. And, you know, you make your own choices, those of you listening, of course, but I wanted this episode to be an invitation to know that your body is capable of things you have no fucking idea about until you give it the time to really practice. And I know you teach people all about this, and I don't want to get into the nitty-gritty details, but I'm sure there are some women listening and perhaps 
men listening, but there's a reality out there where some women don't believe they can orgasm. Right. Um, that's a, that's a, that's, that's a really great point. So, um, one thing I say to that is, you know, understanding that the definition of orgasm comes from an outdated system based in the 1960s. Masters and Johnson was way ahead of their time mm-hmm. in researching human sexual potential and orgasm was the definition was very clinical, right? A certain number of contractions within a certain number of second, seconds, but it was based on a, um, a goal-oriented model of that climaxing. was of climaxing. And so the climax is what people refer to as orgasm. Mm-hmm. Now, that is a great model because everybody loves a crotch sneeze. And, like, it feels really good. <laughs> a crotch sneeze. <laughs> it's like, oh, yay. Um, I mean, I, and that's the model that I was always aware of. Like, and I never had, um, this is a little bit personal, but I didn't have a, um, I didn't, I was always able to climax. So it wasn't that I was looking to have a climax. I just, I wanted to experience uh, connection and intimacy and uh, something different. And so hearing somebody say that you can have an orgasm for longer than, you know, 15 seconds or 30 seconds, I was like, what, what's that all about? But um, based even on this model, without teaching it, you know, that, the physical attributes are still there, but it's it shifts the perspective because it's, um, for me, how I could describe it is, you know, waves of slowly molten lava flowing over my body in like bands and waves, and it shifts all the time, but there's no doubt that I am in orgasm. It's, um, it's just a different level of awareness around what that does. Right. And if you can imagine spreading outside of my body, the physical body, yeah. that's the part the that we, field. the energetic field, and that's the part that like I've become even more aware of because whether it's with another partner or if it's um, growing my business through my pleasure, that's the difference. It's not, there's no goal orientation of climax, but it is the journey like you're talking about. And that's within the journey that it's always different. Right. So what I'm hearing is even if you believe you're a woman who cannot orgasm, right. be willing to stay in the exploration totally. and feel all the feelings and trust that your, uh, your, yeah, like scientific research on yourself Yeah, is part of the process to expanding that pleasure beyond that which you thought was possible. And while the climax is fun, the more you let go of climax as the uh, goal, the more you're going to get into these extended states. And, and that's the same with your business too. The more you let go of like having to get to this, these numbers at the end of the month, the more you're willing to open to the possibilities of what is coming towards you um, and enjoying the actual um, journey of connecting with people and it creating your your programs or yeah. enjoying the journey ultimately I think is the biggest piece. Um, but the other piece is... Um, that it brings you to a place of having no doubt 
of your rightness. And I think this is a really important piece because as you know, like in business, we tend to be so hard on ourselves for the, the pieces that like, oh, I didn't do it right. Or my funnel didn't, you know, it glitched or <laughs> all the technicalities. And, and what I noticed about, um, comparing this kind of journey with, with, with experiencing pleasure in my life is that, um, we can attribute this to the chemical pieces too, but when you feel pleasure, it's like there's nothing that can go wrong. Like there's not the everything's right, even what seemingly might be looked at as wrong. That's there's a rightness in that. There's there's the the gem, the the gift that comes out of pieces, and that is one thing that this journey has taught me in my business and in in transactions around um, connection with clients is that there's always um, a rightness there there's always a rightness in it mm-hmm. that all the pieces are exactly how they should be and that if I put my attention on on the pleasure of it that it, I'm always gonna win right that there's always a takeaway yeah and for anyone who is in my family dad if you're listening to this feel free to tune out now but I've had my own um sort of sexual awakening over the past year like a lot of it has come through access consciousness and asking questions of the universe and of my body and trying to create a deeper intimacy with my own body um but states of pleasure I didn't know I had access to and things my body is capable of that I didn't know were possible until some things just awakened in me but what I noticed was that when I gave into it and just uh, focused on that, mm-hmm. focused on being in a state of heightened pleasure right. every day for long periods of time, things outside of the bedroom or outside of the physical reality got better. Like I made more money in yeah. the last eight months since this stuff started shifting for me than I've ever made in my life. Mm. bigger months than I've ever had more ease in creating that money out of thin air where I literally yesterday thought, Hmm, I wonder where money's going to come from this month. Cause I'm not really sure. I haven't really talked to anyone in a few days and then literally got 15 minutes later, handed a check for $1,500 that I had no idea was coming. And that's because I'm not in a state of worry and stress and overwhelm I'm coming from a place of pleasure. And like you mm-hmm. said, rightness mm-hmm. and grounding in that the actual okayness of everything. And if I can just be in joy, be mm-hmm. in yes, be in yumminess, that more of the same will arise. You're speaking my language. Yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Yeah. So, I mean, sensuality, yeah. our sensuality is not limited to the bedroom. It touches all parts of our life. And, um, you know, it works both ways. So um, all orgasm and pleasure is conceptually based in the, to begin with. It's all based in our thoughts. We start thinking good feelings. And it can go the other way, too. Sometimes it's like stroking your physical pleasure, stroking your, your body, and touching your body. It doesn't have to necessarily be your genitals can actually activate those pieces too. So Mm -hmm. when we go out there into the world, it's like, we're not separate. You know, we're not at all separate from the water and the ocean. And we're not at all separate from, um, you know, 
the pieces orgasmic around. bite of food yeah. that you ate for dinner. Yeah. yeah. And so it enhances, it enhances the experience. And, you know, people who identify as women who happen to have, um, bio, you know, biologically um, have clitorises, the only purpose of the clitoris is actually to feel pleasure. There's no other purpose. So right there, if you're somebody who has a clitoris, you have, you're like at an advantage right away. 8,000 nerve, 8, nerve endings. That's twice as many more Completely as Completely like within reach. Within reach. And I think, <laughs> why would you waste valuable resources of manifestation and creation? When really, you know, if we talk on the biological level, we are creating biological beings. Like we're sustaining the planet through um, procreation. Yet... Um, we won't get into overpopulation we right won't. now. That's we won't right now. But <laughs> the only purpose, like I said, of the clitoris is to have pleasure. So we actually don't have to procreate to have pleasure or to have that access to creative, or, juicy yeah. energy. Yeah. It's and there. it's almost like bringing, like in access consciousness, we talk about the infinite being you truly be and that your body does not contain your beingness your being is actually much larger and infinite and your body is simply the place in which your infinite being interacts with this reality Mm -hmm. oh you gave me shivers that's so true that's how i believe so the more we can get into that pleasure state which is blissful the out-of-body experience is a state of bliss Mm. it's in this physical reality that we get into suffering and, and crap so if we can bring that blissful energy down from infinite beingness connection to source into the body that's where it starts to get really dynamic this creation energy and how i forget how many times i've heard you say it and how many people are also like ringing the bell of this but what if female orgasm is the actual way we're going to shift this paradigm. Well, I don't have any doubt of this. I feel like this is, <laughs> this is what, um, this, oh, now you're like, oh, this is what I'm so passionate about. <laughs> I really feel like, you know, we have this energy ebbing and flowing with us since the moment we are born into these bodies or our bodies are born into this energy and it ebbs and flows our whole life. And I feel like we already know that this is what what makes blissful living, and at some point five thousand plus years ago, it was shut down. You know, we can talk about yeah historical aspects of this and how it's still being shut and down. And it's in some still being shut down. Yeah. But um, as more and more people, this is why I'm like I am not the holder of this information. No, this yeah. information is not just me. I'm one of like many of what I would consider you know, the sexual healers or sexual energy paradigm shifters that are coming together, figuratively, (laughs) literally. (laughs) That was a good one. I know. (laughs) Um, Did not plan that, but hey, you know, it's like, you have to take total responsibility and own the pieces that are you. And I feel, I feel like I am at a responsibility because I have this great infinite wisdom and, and knowledge that, that is my role in on this planet is really to impart this information and, and to live guide it people and to guide onto, people into living it. I think this paradigm has been shifting. It's it's not necessarily a paradigm shift. I feel like it's been a underground knowing for so many for a lifetime. It's an uncovering. It's though. an uncovering and the people 
You know, I'm not coming at this without, you know, coming, I'm coming up against a lot in, in outing myself. Yeah. You know, I'm a mom. I, I used to be a teacher, you know, all these pieces yeah. of who I'm supposed to be. They've long dissolved and I'm just being Lucia. Yeah. And you and, don't have to let your whole life go to explore this stuff. You no, can be you undercover for, for the most part until it yeah. gets too heavy. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not everybody is. <laughs> not everyone's going to teach it, no, but you can still every, use exactly. it. Exactly. Not everybody's going to like, you know, be the sex magic people or, you know, <laughs> yeah. or explore their human potential through their orgasm. But I'll tell you, it sure adds a lot more. It sure is like the the catalyst for more fun in, in anybody's life. Yeah. And it doesn't have to always be, I, mean, I think this is the misnomer here, Molly, is that we, we, we tend to lump sensuality and sexuality in the same sentence, but really they're two different things. Sexuality in itself is really the capacity for sexual feelings, excitation for, um, you know, readiness for intercourse, copulation. Sensuality is, you know, igniting one or more of the senses. You know, it's about how can you experience the universe through sight and taste and touch and smell and sound. And when you take those pieces and you engage um, your sexuality through your sensuality, it shifts. You don't have to necessarily... It's not goal-oriented. It's pleasure-oriented. And that's the difference is that... You know, we most of us weren't brought up with pleasure-based sex ed. We were brought up with this is what you do to avoid pregnancy, STIs, and don't have sex. If you even got that <laughs> much. If you even got that much. Yeah. And we've been shamed, and there's different roles for people who identify as women and men, and here we all are living on a planet. And I'm pretty sure we weren't put here to, like, work, 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 work. Right. We're here for fun. Exactly. And pleasure. Yeah. So that's the gist of it. And Lucia teaches people to do this. Um, and so how can people find you, Lucia Pavone? Um, Well, you can come to my web- website, www.luciapavone.net. And that's L-U-C-I-A-P-A-V-O-N-E.net. We'll put that link around this podcast. You can find it at wildheartsriseup.com slash podcast. I'm on Instagram. Facebook under Luscious Lucia Pavone, <laughs> and um, yeah, call Molly. She knows my digits. <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> you can get a hold of me if you need to reach Lucia for sure. <laughs> awesome. This is a little longer than most episodes, but thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, Lucia, for thank sharing you, your magic. And um, yeah, let this be a beacon to any of you listening that your pleasure can create a more dynamic existence and absolutely a more orgasmic living experience. So, and it's fun and it's fun. She wants you to know it's fun. (laughs) Awesome. We'll catch you next time. Have a good day. Y'all. Thanks for tuning into tactical magic to find out more. Please visit our website, wildheartsriseup.com. Be sure to take a second and subscribe to the show and come back next week for another edition of tactical magic.